We're having fun. Hey, folks, seriously, um, I, I just got to share this. Training class last week was a blast. We, uh, I brought a bunch of stuff in. You know, I always give something to each of the people that comes to the training class, and they're just gifts. You know, I mean, there's no strings attached. Whether, and there are things I think they'll need. Well, last training class we built lamps, um, and and these lamps were designed for, uh, you know, what when the power doesn't work, and these are oil lamps, not, and I don't mean like kerosene oil. These are literally table oil, like your yeah. Wesson oils, things like that. And uh, they work so cool. Um, I got uh, a call from Eric the the next day. Eric, I, I won't say his last name because he wants it, he likes his privacy. But uh, Eric lit one, and these were little quarter pint jars. Okay, so if you think about that, that's only four ounces, right? And he lit one, and a third of the oil. A third of the oil later was 14 hours of burn time. That was just a third of what was in that little lamp. Well, there you and go. You got two or three of them. So, I, you know, we made lamps. And uh, we do this uh, class at the Carbon Valley Library down in, uh, um, what town is that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I admittedly am not from northern Colorado, so I am I am speaking to... I guess as an outsider to most of the listeners to this station, but uh, it's in Frederick. Frederick. I knew my oh, memory. Yeah, see, that's not too far away. That's only about ten miles north of where I'm from. So yeah, uh, but I had a pretty interesting uh, close to my week too, as I got a call yesterday from the dean of my son's school. Oh man! And uh, apparently, uh, my son took it upon himself to lay out a bully at the school that was has been messing with a bunch of kids and now mind you my son is a a pretty big kid for 13 uh, he's taller than i am he's you know he's tougher than nails and has been since he was born he was the kind of kid that would look over the edge of the couch to determine if it would hurt enough to be worth just falling off the couch when he didn't want to be up there anymore you know so you know he's a he's a tough kid but apparently this this other kid was messing with him and a bunch of other students and he had a couple has a couple classes with him and he just he kind of got uh kind of got fed up with it and the bell rang and he walked out into the hallway and grabbed the kid and laid him out in the hallway so i i have to go in on monday to meet with the dean and sit there and uh try my hardest to keep a straight face and pretend like I'm concerned about my son's behavior uh, because, you know, we have a, a growing... Colorado is number five in the United States as far as teen suicide for states. Um, we have had multiple school shootings. We have had, you know, and that's become a growing, a growing trend amongst disenfranchised teens and a good part of that is because schools don't properly take care of 
people who are bullies and yeah. people who, no, they who abuse and misuse. And, you know, they talk about the the bully awareness and this and that that they're all so proud of, but they really don't do anything and they aren't aware of most of the stuff that's happening. And apparently my son's friend is a pretty small kid who uh, who wouldn't be able to defend himself against this guy. And so my son did it for him and now I have to go in and uh, and he has to give his side of the story and we have to pretend that uh, that he was wrong and that that was a bad thing and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself you know I'm kind of from I'm not like from super old school but I know that when that type of stuff happened back when I was in school you know it was just kind of an understanding that uh, you know you got what you deserved. You got, you got, yeah. you cashed yep. the check you wrote. And, uh, if and the bully gets his, that's just too, that's just too darn bad. Yeah. You know? And so, but now we live in an era of counselors and therapy and, and safe places and, and schools that are programmed to teach kids that standing up for themselves and, and, and being tough and aggressive about anything is wrong and bad and toxic and this and that. And so, you know, I unfortunately don't have enough money to pack my kids up and send them to a private school, so I have to deal with this state-run, you know, indoctrination program that they got going on. And I'm just one of those people. I refuse to tell my son that he did anything wrong. So when and, when did you decide to raise your son with toxic masculinity? That's um, my question. We, I don't know that it was a decision so much as just a. I don't uh I don't like the people that are against it so I'm not going to teach my son and my kids to be that way. Uh you know, I'm I'm a little surprised that it happened this early in his school career cuz I kind of figured his sister is a year older than him and she's in for her first year of high school. I always figured that this type of thing would eventually end up happening when somebody says or does something inappropriate to his sister and he finds him at the school and takes care of the problem but you know, it's it's hard to look at my son and say, you know, coming to the defense of the weak is a bad thing. So, you know, I told him, I said he did it. He, what he did, he did for a very, very good reason, though it's was a bad decision. But I support that decision, I guess, is all I can say. Because I'm not going to lie to him and be like, and pretend that I'm upset about something that I'm not, because I don't think that's any more fair to him than to, you know, than to teach him that it's wrong to stand up for the and help for the underdog. We, yeah. And so, so the question is, and this is really, this this wasn't even a question until our radio show started. How come you didn't bring him in? It would have uh, been a great he, interview. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's at his mom's house this weekend, and uh, I actually will be getting him after the radio show, take him to a birthday party. But he looked up at me. That was the first question he had. He, well, he, he decided to walk home from school. So apparently he laid this kid out and then just left. I didn't talk to anybody or anything. So the, when the school called me, they only had one side of the story, and so they wanted us to come in. And uh, he texts me on the way home, and he goes, did you get a call from the school today? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I did. Why don't you tell me about it? And he he says, he just says, yeah, sorry. And he goes, he was really messing with uh, with a friend of mine who couldn't defend himself. I guess he had hit him a couple times, shoved him down to the ground, all that type of stuff. And so, uh, 
Uh, don't he go just, anywhere, he just folks. Laid him out and then left. <laughs> like Wait. it was an everyday thing. Like it was just another day in the week. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Pac Man and the Rev. KHNC 1360. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham and Associates LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. All right, we are back. Thank you for sticking with us, not changing that dial. Yeah, so that's uh, you know that that was my my weekend. 
so I've been a little distracted with that because I I really don't know how to I'm not very couth, I guess, with these type of things and so I don't know how I'm not gonna be able to sit there and just be like good. You know, and because it, clearly the students are seeing that this kid is a menace, that the staff of the school, the people who are supposed to keep kids safe, are not seeing. And so, you know, and I get it that he's probably going to end up in, a, in in some trouble because they can't give the rest of the students the impression that you can walk around and just punch people you don't like. So, you know, I'm expecting that. My hope is, though, that the situation can be viewed as something that doesn't end up warranting him getting an assault charge from the city of Thornton, where I live, because they they tend to like to get in the middle of these type of things when they don't really need to be. And, you know, my daughter who went to that school last year, she had gotten in some trouble too that ended up resulting in her actually getting tickets from the city. And we had to go through all of that. And, uh, you know, so that's my hope is that they're not going to treat this situation as though a couple 13-year-olds should have the same rationality about how to handle things that adults do. You know, and and it would be a totally different situation if he had come to the defense of these kids at the time that it was happening, but it's not what happened. He found the kid after the fact and and uh, put the hurt on him. And so, yeah, that that changes the that changes the legality of the situation. But me, <coughs> me here and you, the Rev and all of our listeners, they understand that. But 13 year olds don't rationalize it like that. Yeah, I and keep so, hearing in the background, doom, doom, doom. Another one bites the dust. Well, I'm pretty sure his popularity stock at school went way up after that fact. So, uh, but not that not that he has had an issue being, you know, with his social life. That kid has had. I remember in fifth grade when we were doing the continuation, like graduation ceremony from elementary school. We were out in front of the school for the car parade and probably, because this was during the pandemic, probably five different groups of girls came up to him and were like, bye Israel, we'll see you over summer. You know, like, so I mean, the kid has no problem with popularity whatsoever, but I'm pretty sure knocking out the guy that nobody likes helped that drastically. Yeah, his course, stock went up. He's probably going to have to wait a couple of days to get it cause I, or to enjoy it because I imagine he's probably going to be suspended most of next week. But, you know, whatever. And and then, uh, so, you, you wonder, do the parents of the bully know he's a bully? And do they even care? Yeah, and, and, and even if it was something that they cared about and that they don't want their son to be, how are you going to bring that fact up without them just getting going on the defensive? Because nobody wants to believe that their kid ever does anything wrong. You know, he, the kid. I the didn't kid, have that problem. The kid, in my kid. Yeah, the kid could probably be this. Probably one of those. Most people with that mentality, they only want to be that way around the week. So, right. so at home, he's probably a well-behaved child that nobody know has any idea what he's like the second he walks through the door at school where he's surrounded by younger, smaller children that he can mess with and not feel like there's any repercussion for it. 
But uh, apparently there was a repercussion for it. The unfortunate thing is, is that my son's going to pay for it. Uh, and this kid's probably not because it wasn't an actual fight between them. Like my son just laid him out. Yeah, and, that... and so uh, so there is no defense argument. There is no self-defense argument. There is no nothing of that. All I can do is just present the case and, and apologize and accept the the suspension, but I am going to make it very clear that I don't believe my son was in the wrong for his decision or for his, uh, he was wrong for his action, but not for his reasoning. And so, yeah, um, I, I just want you to remember Pac, that, uh, um, schools are gun free zones. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but my shirt that says keep calm and fire back is not loaded right. so they can <laughs> no they I, I, I had to go fire. I had to go that's funny though I had to go to the high school one time uh, with my oldest daughter this was years ago she's 20 almost 23 now but uh, uh, I walked in there and I've had a concealed carry permit for probably almost 15 years now and uh, I walked in there and I, I didn't have my gun on me and of course I put it in my glove box uh, that's one thing you can do in the state of Colorado is if you go to a public school you can leave your firearm in your car if your car is locked like that's not against the law if you're visiting a school and I walked in and uh, the officer was talking to me uh, my daughter had had a seizure so that's why I was up at the school and uh, he noticed sticking out of the bottom of my hoodie was the tip of my holster and he paused oh you were head. printing he paused the conversation dead middle and he said i'm assuming that your holster is empty right and i was like oh yeah it's empty and i showed him and stuff and he, he he didn't seem too concerned or anything about that he just was doing his job checking i wasn't i wasn't upset about that but yeah they uh, it's definitely i'm impressed he saw it yeah and that's definitely a no uh, <laughs> a no thing if you, i don't care if you've got a permit or not you do not bring your firearm into a public school, uh, especially a K through a K through twelve type public school. I mean, you can some colleges that are private colleges and universities they have their own rules about it uh, that are not applicable to the state. But you definitely do not make that move with the state. But I told him I said no, it's locked in my glove box in my car, and my car is locked. He's like, okay, sounds good, and we just went about doing what we were doing. But uh, but yeah, so. I don't uh I don't bring firearms to schools so we're okay there. Yeah, I uh I had a, a situation w uh while I was concealed carry and uh and I still am. I just don't a lot. Isn't it amazing how many times when you you're less inspired to even want to do it, but the uh um, officer had uh made me put the gun in a different location. And I was a little nervous about that simply because it was not a secure location. And didn't you have a situation yeah, like that um, too where you had to put yeah, it in one day, the park? Yeah, one day we had a power outage. And I was walking up the street to see how far the power outage had went. And I was looking down this one dark street and an officer was driving by and he flipped around and stopped. And he go, he asked me what, what I was doing. And I said, I'm just walking down the street trying to see how far this power outage goes. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, uh, 
He goes, because apparently parked a little bit up the street, kind of in the shadow that I didn't see, was a was an F-250, one of the really fancy ones with a 7.3-liter diesel engine mm. and everything, which is the number one stolen vehicle in the country. Right. And so he thought that I might have been scouting out this truck. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, I know that guy. If I want his truck, I'll just ask him if I can borrow it. But uh, – uh, Anyway, he go. He wanted to check my ID, do all the usual stuff that cops do, and uh, I had my gun on me at the time. And he goes, "I said I do got to tell you before I pull reach for my wallet that I do have a firearm on me." And I was wearing a Ruger hat at the time. He's like, "Yeah, I kind of thought that that might be the case," and he took it out of my holster and he put it on the trunk of his car while we did our thing. But then what he did was he walked across the street and set it on a fence post uh. and told me he was going to get into his car <laughs> and when he got in his car then I could walk across the street and pick it up and as he was driving away and uh, you know what's what's really weird about that you know I had a, an accident in my truck and the officers took my gun out of the cab of the truck and put it on the tailgate where they could keep an eye on it but what's really interesting is the different mentality of officers based on where they are from because i got pulled over by a texas state trooper one time and i had my gun on me and he and i told him i had a gun on me and he said good everybody should and then he wanted me to get out of my car because we were on the side of a highway and it was a small shoulder and he he was concerned about the idea of somebody running into us and so he wanted me to sit in his car because he had a big, huge SUV, and I had a tiny little Ford Fusion at the time. And he, uh, I was sitting, so I'm sitting on the front seat of this cop's car with my gun still on me, and we're carrying on a conversation, oddly enough, about marijuana, because I'm from Colorado. And he said he wanted to know if I thought there was any money to be made in growing marijuana because his whole family was from a farming background. And so, you know, in Texas, I'm sitting in the front seat of a state trooper's car, fully armed, talking about drugs. And in Colorado, I can't even walk down the street without being disarmed, ID'd and ran through the system. You know, so there's it's it's definitely a different mentality uh, for different situations and different locations, I guess, and, right. and the way that those in the way that those police department procedures are written and mandated to be carried out, because that officer didn't disarm me at all. The one in Texas, he didn't care at all. Like I think he, I think in his own mind, he felt safer because it was two people with guns instead of one. You know, so it was. It's just interesting. Uh, and state troopers seem to have that mentality. I've never had any real real weird altercations with Colorado state troopers. It's usually city cops. And, uh, you know, cities write a very, very strict set of codes that, that their officers have to follow um, because a lot of cities get a lot of revenue generation out of the activities of the police, traffic tickets, those type of things. Uh, so, you know, it's you're, you're less likely to get off for a, a speeding ticket in a city who receives funding from their from their courts right, right. versus a state trooper who's they're 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 not funded by that they're funded by a state account so you know so you're definitely going to have some different 
some different opinions on it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so just interesting stuff. But anyway. Well, I'm, uh, uh, I've been doing some planning here. And uh, you know what? We need to give a shout-out to J.D. And I, 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 you know, just because so many things have gotten better since he's been on board. And that's, uh, um, I'm just talking about, well, everything. I mean, we just, we've gotten, he's been instrumental in facilitating us getting good equipment, getting new programs set up and, and things like that, that are helping the station run better. So, and I'm sure he's personally responsible for the aromatherapy candle in here, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) I, I did kind of notice that we got, uh. We we have a what appears to be a sensi wax burner, and uh, but anyway, uh, we're gonna go on break, folks. Stick with us. Uh, keep that nail in that dial. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation which simply means they hope to devalue your money and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. The Podesta emails. Epstein Island. Hunter's laptop. The 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more. On Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. 
Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife Lisa and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to Northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kiva Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling, along with a design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. And I'm not missing a thing. Watching the full moon cross in the range. Riding the storm out. Riding the storm out. All right, we are back. Man, half the show, half the show already. We are in the bottom half of the hour here. Uh, Pac-Man in the Rev coming to you from the 1360 KHNC studio. Uh, you know, I know that a, a significant number of the programming that is on this, because this is a conservative talk radio, is about politics and current events. So I will I will offer an apology to our listeners if that was what you were hoping to hear from us. And we've just been kind of chit-chatting back and forth with little stories here and there today. But you know what? I don't have the Rev in here very often to talk to, so it just kind of is what it is. But, uh, but well, and, and I won't be back next yeah, Saturday. Yeah, he's, he's, so. he's not going to be around again next Saturday, so, you know, you'll get to – You'll get to hear me going on my solo rants and raves again that <laughs> I normally do. So, uh, but uh, you know the 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 thing of it is though is that like, I don't I don't even know what to say anymore that hasn't been said a hundred times because it's just a constant repeat. Uh, you know this constant brain you know insanity you know mental illness liberal echo chamber going on out in the world today and uh you know just just the things like i i read an article that was talking about the guy that the movie the sound of freedom was based off of right. stepped down as the ceo of uh of the the it was something organization underground railroad is the company he created that was designed to help with the trafficking problems that are going on all around the world. He stepped down in face of a bunch of sexual misconduct allegations. And, uh, you know, this is being spread all over by the left. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, it's being reported by all these leftist news agencies and this and that. And I was like, you know, what's sad to me, is that the left has spent more time 
trying to discredit this movie and investigate this movie and the people involved in this movie than they have ever spent investigating any of the children. Yeah. The 1.2 million children a year that fall victim to trafficking. And they've like, never even – I'm going to hazard a guess. 90% of these head-in-the-butt people that are these rampant leftists have never even seen the movie. Yeah. And, they, and, they have and, no idea. And that's my thing. Like, And, and when, when I tried to say something about it on one of these posts, this person said, oh, that's just a – you know." There you are deflecting. There, you are. there yeah. you are deflecting. And I said, no. I said, here's the thing is that there's only two possible reasons why you would want to try to discredit something like this. One, you're just a vengeful, evil person who doesn't like it because the right does. Or you are kind of intimidated by what it exposes. Those are the only two reasons I could think that you would put so much effort into trying to discredit something. Let the movie be. Let the people who like it and want to see it watch it. What does that affect you? Ah, there's the question. How does it affect you? That's got to be the only thing I can think in my head that has made these people so committed to trying to shut this down. The same people who refuse to prosecute anybody on the list from Epstein Island. The same people who refuse to investigate the, what has been verified as legitimate photos of the vice president's son doing drugs with underage prostitutes. Okay. The same type of thing that, that, that these people don't want to investigate. And that's the only reason I could think that they want to try so hard to discredit such a huge subject like this and and I get told countlessly because I'm a big second amendment supporter and a firearm supporter that I don't care about the safety of children because I don't support banning guns and there's school shootings going on and I'm sitting there going you only support I said don't talk to me about the safety of children because you are only supporting gun banning because it's a political agenda I said because you don't have any interest in shutting the border down where fentanyl has become the new poison of the world and has killed more students in one month than guns ever have. You don't want to investigate these child sex trafficking allegations. You don't want to bring attention to it. And out of those 1.2 million children who disappear into the trafficking world, how many of them do you think die every day? But I don't care about children's yeah. safety because I don't think you should lose a fundamental constitutional right based on a political idealism. You know, that's the type of thing that is the absolute lunacy, but they will echo it over and over and over. You don't care about children. You don't care about children. And no matter how many times you prove them wrong, it doesn't sink in because they, they you know, I'm very pragmatic. I do not believe that emotion has anything to do with reality. And it doesn't, period. It doesn't matter how you feel about something. It still is the way it is. Right. And and Not your and your feelings about it, the only thing that changes might be your actions if you allow your emotions to dictate your decisions. But it doesn't change reality. The sun doesn't come doesn't stop coming up tomorrow because you feel like it's too hot. You know, like your emotions about things don't have anything to do with it, but they that's all they live on. 
Yeah, I don't. And, I don't and, know how many arguments I've gotten into where they have actually just entirely changed the subject just so they could be argumentative. Because it's there's a nothing. dog whistle for the left. Yeah, that's what it is. And it, you know, everybody listening probably has seen or heard of a dog whistle. Most dog whistles do not even produce a sound that a human can hear, and. And a lot of these articles, a lot of these discussions are dog whistles designed for people who do not think, who do not process. Yeah. They simply listen. And, I mean, I'm watching these videos. I'm watching videos of people going nuts inside a store that they don't own anything in, they have nothing invested in, and they're strictly raping the owner of that store for his livelihood. Yeah. For and 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 what do we get and what do we get from the people in charge in the, in the city of Philadelphia? Dog what, do we, what do what do we get from the people in charge? They're throwing their hands up on camera and saying it's out of control and we just don't know what to do. Yeah. It's out of control because of you. I mean, the only reason you don't know what to do is because you don't want to do the things you know you need to do. That's the reason these things become the way they do because you don't want to be that guy that goes down and kicks the door down of these suspects and, and arrest them because you don't want to be the guy that made a preemptive judgment against somebody for inaction. That dog whistle. Folks, we'll be right back after right this back. short message. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the Swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right here on AM 1360. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the my pillows you will also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets mattress toppers pet beds mattresses my slippers and so much more take advantage of the biggest sale in my pillows history go to mypillow.com or call 800-948-8229 and use promo code khnc to take advantage of mike's special offer on his my pillow that's mypillow.com promo code khnc or call 800-948-8229 
It's a perfect time to plant trees during the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of carryout-sized shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 7- 8-foot tall flowering tree for only $269.50 and get another tree for only 50 cents. That's two 7-gallon trees for only $270. You Come take I-25 to exit 235, then 5 miles west to the Tree Farm. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home, or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. We are back. Okay, <laughs> so I know. we 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 have to get, we have to mention JD the deplorable again because he wins the radio for the day. For that, the, if you heard that, that ad that he put out that was just during if that, you're break, not listening to JD and, and, and Swamp Fight. Fight. You're, you're just not listening. not listening. That is the greatest ad I think I have ever heard. <laughs> It's uh, but uh, yeah. So I have a question for you, Rev. You're uh, just not listening, okay? And and this is going to trail for a second, but you'll see where I'm coming full circle with this. Uh, Maybe I'm getting old. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll talk slow. Uh, the when a forest becomes overgrown to a point that it becomes toxic to itself and its own prosperity, its own growth, its own you know, its own health. The how do you, how do you, how do you forest. how do you how is it renewed? Well, in two ways. One, it can be harvested, or two, yeah, but nature I'm, I'm, will yeah, burn I'm talking it about to nature. I'm, I'm not talking about intervention. I'm talking about how is it naturally? Nature will burn it to the ground, so that new growth it will can come. Convert it will convert the carbon into CO two or hard carbon, and it will. Go and into the grow, soil. And it will grow anew. And you will, will see the most over. beautiful meadow you have ever seen. And it comes back better than it was. Always. And, and you know, so I get in these arguments on social media a lot of times. And, and you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Trump personally. As an, yes, as, as an individual, like I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he does strike me as somebody that I could have a lot of fun chatting with for a little while, but also one of those people that like I could only be around him for so long before it just kind of got 
a little bit overly obnoxious. The man is an arrogant man. He is full oh, of himself. Mean, I mean, he is, you know, there's no doubt about that. But people have said to me on the Internet, in these groups that I'm in, they said, why would you support that man? He's a monster. And I'm reminded of a line. If you've ever seen the 2014 movie Dracula Untold, when Vlad the Impaler or, or Prince Vlad goes into the cave where he knows the master vampire lives, the vampire asks him, how many innocent people have you? Because he said, I want you to make me like you so I can protect my land and protect the innocent. And he said, do your people know how many innocents you've killed? And the vampire says to him, was it hundreds? And Vlad says, yes. And the vampire attacks him and slams him against a wall and says, if you lie to me again, I will split you from belly to brain. And he says, so Vlad's response is thousands. And he goes, how did you feel when that happened? And he said, what did you feel when you did that, when you sentenced these people to death? And he said, I felt nothing, which was an act worse than the crime itself, and uh, or a crime worse than the act itself. And the vampire said, why then would you spill blood if not for the pleasure of it? And Vlad said, by putting one, by condemning one village, he saved ten others. And he said, because men don't fear swords, they fear monsters. And he said, sometimes what the world needs is not a hero, but a monster. And that is why Trump is as popular as he is. Because he was that monster that was bringing down the world of Washington. Bringing down the bringing down the state, the deep state, exposing the swamp, exposing the corruption, exposing the everything. And, and he did it in a very unique way by admitting that he was a part of that, that he knows that the system is broken because he has used the system. He's a part of it. He has benefited from it. Absolutely. You know, when they said, well, what about you? You didn't pay your taxes. And he was like, well, that makes me smart. And he says, if you don't, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But you won't do that because you and all of your rich friends and your donors and your lobbyists are taking advantage of that same laws that I am. And so I, he exposed corruption by saying, I've been a part of it. That's my evidence that this is real because I am a part of the system. I have used the system. And so and and what better testimony do you have than someone saying, I'm there. I sold drugs for seventeen years, yeah. therefore I know about the business. Yeah. What do you know, you know, it's yeah, it's kind of like nobody knows more about being a criminal than a criminal. Nobody knows more about more about what it takes to be something than somebody who has been that. And so when they say you support a monster, I'm like, yeah, I do. Because I think it's going to take a monster to tear down 
this this poisonous forest that has overgrown with corruption and 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 scandal and theft and embezzlement and all these things that have come out of Washington in the last 50 years. Uh, We're going to go on another short break here, folks. We're going to be back. Uh, We've only got a short segment coming up here, so stick with us. Tommy here with Revo Knives. We're a Colorado company looking for local customers who own a business that want to make a gift for their customers or employees that they'll always use and remember. We customize our knives with your logo and information so they always look at who to get back to when they need your service. Head over to our website at RevoKnives.com or give us a call at 720-947-9599. And as always, live sharp. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound. Apply direct pressure and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com.
All right, folks, we are back. Uh, you're listening to Pac-Man in the Rev from 1 till 2. We've only got a couple short minutes here. Uh, I kind of ran away on a little bit of a ranting uh, escapade no. for the last two no. two, uh, two little short breaks. So, I only had five minutes in that whole first half, three quarters. Well, minute. you know, I, 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 I just yeah. I get caught up in it. And, uh, but anyway, so I'm going to hand it over to the Rev here because he's got some things he wants to talk about and uh, some things he wants to do a shout-out with. So I'm going to zip it and let him uh, have the wow. show. And okay, well, we hey, go. just a couple of quick things. Um, w- next Saturday, I won't be here. And uh, Pac-Man will, you know, he'll have to carry the ball again. But that's because I'm going to be at Carbon Valley Regional Library from 1 to 3, and that's in Firestone. It's simple to get to. Tell your phone to guide you there. Is it Firestone or Frederick? I'm sorry, it's Firestone. Oh, okay. And uh, if you want to know the the neat thing the our class is designed to we you know we cut out all the noise we get rid of the background noise and we talk about it this uh the facility is beautiful the uh the it was built with you know nothing's too good for your tax dollars folks nothing absolutely <laughs> nothing and uh, this is it's a, the people's building go it, visit it's right. You own it. You own it. And so, anyway, we'll be there. The uh, And I'm putting together another bang-up class. We've got uh, uh, Eric, one of our students. Uh, and, you know, our students are kind of unique. They've been through the class three or four times. They don't care. They just keep coming because it's become more than a training class. It's become a fellowship of hardcore preppers. And uh, so Eric's bringing in his deal. He's bringing in a couple of things, and he's going to teach a segment of the class on knives and what to look for with knives. And I'm going to be bringing in a custom-built knife from the... uh, we can't be done. We're done. Get there, <laughs> it's folks. All good. It's Get all good. there. Get there for the class. Uh, check it out. Give the Rev a call. 303-809-3343. God bless you. We love you. You'll hear from me next weekend. Be safe. It's over already. Already. <laughs> We're out. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Training Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com 
or call us at 800-951-0592. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Power surges and lightning bolts 